by Passion Church, the DeSoto County campus, the fun church in Horn Lake, Mississippi. For more information, visit us at www.mypassion.church. We thank y'all so much for supporting us through the years allowing us to, to do what God's called us to do. Uh, you know, we, Marsha made everybody laugh. That does good like a medicine, right? We need to laugh all we can. Because we have a lot of goofy things that happen, you know, and, and, it's, and we just laugh about them. They... Uh, they say, well, you can't come in the country, and we say, oh, well, gee, that's terrible. <laughs> and begin this patience thing, you know. But, you know, they've told us that so many times that it's kind of like water off a duck's back now. <clears throat> we don't really pay a lot of attention to it. We just say, well, I wonder how long this is going to take. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's a brand new year. Hallelujah. We're so blessed. We get, we get a chance to start over again. Yeah, every day we get a chance to start over again. We're not held responsible for yesterday. Hallelujah. Because he lives. Every day. How many of you have ever made a New Year's resolution? Come on now. We're in church. We need to be honest if we can in here. Ever. I think that's most of us. Never, ever, ever going to do that again. I'm going to start doing this and do it every day. about a diet how'd that work out for you <laughs> oh me it's downright comical the new year's resolutions that we make through a lifetime and there's a lot of failures involved in that um I won't ask how many people have had New Year's resolutions fail on them because I think if we're honest, we get about the same number of hands. No need to ask it. I certainly have had my share of failures with New Year's resolutions. And I want to talk about that a little bit today. We got a brand new year. We get a fresh start. I want to take a look at why we fail. How we keep from failing again. What's going to be different? Remember the old uh, definition of insanity, doing the same thing, expecting a different result? Just doesn't work that way. We need to do something new and different. I 
make a resolution to, I'm going to begin my day every day before my feet hit the floor, I'm going to pray. I'm probably the only one that's ever done that. And man, I did it the first day. <laughs> and the second day, third day, fourth day I had to get up and on the floor before I thought about it or got around to it. I was running a little late or something. And the next day, brushing my teeth when I thought about it. Little by little, I quit. I just did. Kind of like the diet thing, you know. It's just you don't just up and quit the first day, but after, over a period of time, it just kind of goes away. And the Word tells us that all things are possible with God. And I think you know with these resolutions that I've made or decisions that I've made, I'm going to do this, I'm not going to do that. Did I pray about it? Word says we should pray without ceasing. Pray about everything. Did I pray about it? I say, God, help me with this. Remind me first thing in the morning to greet you. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. But I'm convinced that it helped bring about my failure at times. Not asking for help. Word tells us that we have not because we ask not. Maybe that was my problem. Certainly could be. Word says in uh, Matthew uh, 21-22, it says, whatsoever you ask in prayer, believing, believing that you shall have anything. But that believing is where I see a problem in me. I see a problem in many people. You know, uh, everything comes down to faith. We're saved by faith. We're healed by faith. We receive by faith. Everything's by faith. The Word tells us without faith it's impossible to please God. It's all about faith. I don't think we can we can learn about faith enough. I don't think that we can practice our faith enough. I think it's an ongoing process that takes up every day of our lives. And we certainly want to please God. I don't think there's anybody in this room that doesn't want to please God. It says to please God, we've got to have faith. I want to talk a little bit about faith. We... Uh, one of our lessons that we teach in our Bible schools in South America is a lesson on faith. We teach about 26 different lessons, but our subjects, and one of them is faith. And 
We've learned a lot about faith by teaching faith. Uh, but we still got a lot to learn about it. But the Word tells us that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So if we're not putting the Word of God in us, how are we going to receive a growth in our faith? You know, faith can grow. I like to relate it to, to a baby. Word says we all have a measure of faith. We had to have faith to be saved. We had to believe in something we couldn't see. But like a little baby, we, we can grow our faith. A baby needs food. Our faith needs food. The food is the Word of God. That's what the Word says. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the Word of God. So we've got to feed our faith the Word of God, and we can't do it just on Sunday. It's got to be a daily process. What if we feed our baby once a week? We don't have a happy baby, and it won't be long till we won't have a baby at all. Once a week won't cut it. It's a daily deal. What if we feed that baby and keep that baby in a crib? We don't let it out of a crib. We change it, we feed it, we change it, we feed it, all in the crib. What happens? Baby gets fat, got no strength, can't walk, can't talk, can't crawl, can't do anything. Plenty of food coming in. No exercise. Our faith is the same way. Get the picture now. We have to exercise that faith. How do we do it? We put it to work. We've seen so many miracles that God has done. I mean, they're miracles to us. They're just everyday work to God. But we've been blessed to be able to see so many, I think so many more than most people in this country get to see. Because we get to see people that, that have no hope other than in this God that we're telling them about. And their faith is pure. And, and it produces miracles. It's not about us. It's about them. But we've seen so many miracles. I've prayed for people and seen God do the most marvelous miracles of healing, restoration, restoring body parts, you name it. Healing diseases. I've prayed for people and seen them die too. You know, I don't understand all that. God, why does this happen? He said, that's on me. It's on God. You just keep praying. Don't quit. I told you to pray without ceasing. God's sovereign. He does what he wants to do. 
But we're so blessed to have seen so many things. But if, if someone says, pray for me, I've been diagnosed with stage four cancer and I've only been given a, a short time to live. Medically, there's no hope for me. Pray for me. If I haven't built my faith up, what kind of shot have I got in faith to pray for that child of God? Can't start there. In our, in our Bible schools, we teach on faith, like I said, and, and we have our students begin to exercise their faith. And here's where we start. I want everybody to ask God to have someone give you a Coca-Cola this week. Not your family, not somebody you told about this. Out of the clear blue, walk up and buy you a Coca-Cola or give you one. And you know, we get the wildest testimonies that come back the next school day. <laughs> it builds my faith. Man, they come in there. Let me tell you about my Coca-Cola. All excited. And you know, God doesn't fail. If they do their part and ask God and believe with all of their heart, they're not, it's not just in their head. You know, we can have head fail. Oh, yeah, I believe that. But demons believe there's a God. And they know there's Jesus because... That's what they said. Oh, you're the Son of God when they come out. <laughs> Not in our head. Gee, we can, we can know God. We can believe in God. We can believe in Jesus. Doesn't save us. We're hell bound just as sure as we were before we ever heard the name. We got to get it from here down in here. And there the struggle begins. It really does. Uh, our pastor in Nashville, we, he, he was talking about paying off the building debt. And he said, We're going to do that this year by faith. I'm declaring it. He said, Now, I've got that right here. He said, I'm working on it here. But get with me, you know, let, let's push it down. Because the Word tells us from the heart, the mouth speaks. We got a real problem with this, this oral cavity right here. It keeps us from seeing what God really wants to do for us to becoming a reality. We have our students 
ask God for something more than a Coca-Cola. And it builds our faith to see them come back in with the same little dance and say, Woohoo, let me tell you. But little by little, they build their faith. And somebody comes in and says, I've been diagnosed with stage four cancer. They said, Come here. Come here. Let me get my hands on you. Let me pray for you. And we see God move. I've told most of you a story before, but, but it's so pertinent. I was asked out at a farm in the middle of nowhere in Venezuela. The man said, pray for my baby. And I said, well, at the end of our little service here, I'll be happy to. He brought this baby out there. You know, I, I'm good at praying for colds, sniffles, scratches, occasional snake bite. He brought this little baby, had no skull on the top of his head by an 18-month-old little boy. I'm thinking, you know, I pray for mosquito bites. and My faith was in the toilet. I, I wasn't ready for that. I, you know, I wasn't expecting it. took me totally by surprise. So I prayed in my very best English. So I was the only one there that knew what I was praying, and I put my hand on that little baby's head, and I said, God, you know where I stand, but this man right here is expecting you to heal his son. And I'm doing what you ask me to do. I'm praying. I'm asking you. But I sure don't have any faith in this, but he does. And you know, I felt that skull grow back on that little boy. Right under my hand. Hand with no faith in it at the time. But the faith was present. It's all about faith. But faith only works when we take action on it. Faith is an action word. It's not just believing. It's stepping out there and doing something. You know, we got the story of Rahab, a harlot. But she took action on her faith. She had faith in God. And she took action. Abraham took action. The word's full of people that put action on the end of their faith. And we see all kinds of miracles happen. Like we sang in our praise and worship. God hasn't changed. Not at all. What He promises, He will do. He'll do it for you and you and you and you and you and me. He'll do it for every one of us. He's not a respecter of persons. He doesn't care if the whole world looks up to you or if the whole world doesn't even know you. doesn't care. It's all about our faith. Believing. Believing in our heart. 
knowing that we know that we know that we know. Let's think about your salvation for a minute. I know I'm saved. You know how I know it? Because the Word says I am. That's how I know it. Some days I don't feel like it. Come on now. <laughs> I don't always feel saved. I don't always feel blessed. But it doesn't make any difference. Right in here, I know, because the Word said, I am a child of God. I am blessed. I don't care what's going on. doesn't make any difference. I'm blessed. Because the Word says I'm blessed. I'm healed. Because the Word says I'm healed. Gee, I'm, I'm 72 years old. Never dreamed I'd live this long. Abused this body. Oh, we won't go there. <laughs> For many, 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 many years, I have no right of my own to be breathing air today. But I am. And I'm healthy. Got no right to be on my own. But God said I'm healed. That's how it is. That settles it for me right here. I am healed. I was, you know, God does things to help us build our faith. Testimonies help us build our faith. But I'm thinking, well, if God did that for you, He's no respecter of persons. By golly, He ought to do that for me. I think maybe He will. In fact, I know He will. My faith just gets all pumped up. I drive, I've got a little part-time job driving cars for Memphis Auto Auction. It's a lot of fun. Doesn't pay much money. Gets me out of honeydews. And... <laughs> But you know, we, we, we deliver cars to car dealers and we pick up cars from car dealers. And, and uh, it, it's a lot of fun. And it's providing an opportunity for me to be a witness. If I sit at the house, I got slim chances of being a witness for God. And He's called me to be a witness. Fifty-one years. God bless you, honey. Hallelujah. I don't know what I was talking about, but it was good. But <laughs> Being a witness. Hallelujah. One of one of the the people that work that that works the gate to let people in and out of the auction. Big job he's got. He couldn't control his blood pressure. It was, it was out the roof. And the doctors had tried everything they could, and they couldn't get his blood pressure down. 
They told him, you got to quit this job or you're going to die. So he told, he put in his notice and said, I'm leaving, quitting. And his last day at work, I went out there and I said, I want to pray for you. Can I pray for you? And he said, well, yeah. And I said, well, let's, let's kind of get over here by ourselves and let me pray for you. And I prayed for him and all the faith I could muster that God would heal him. Now, God, you said you would. And I call him healed right now in the name of Jesus. I expect him to be healed, his blood pressure to become normal. Well, two weeks went by. Huh? Yeah. Went to Venezuela, spent a month, six weeks, whatever there, came back. And here's this guy back on his job on the gate. I said, hey, hey, how about it, brother? How's your, how's your oil pressure these days? I mean, we're in the car business, you know. How's your oil pressure? He said, it's normal. I mean, he was just dancing. It's normal. What kind of drugs you on? None. He was excited, and my boss got on me about that time, ran me off from him. And I, and I had people, I still have people come up. I had four or five people say, saw, saw you out there praying for Al. I said, you did? I thought I was hid real good. Saw you praying for Al. Man, I like that. I want you to pray for my mother. You know, it, it, God makes an opportunity for ministry. We're all called to be ministers. We're not called to just be seat warmers in church once a week. It's a seven-day-a-week job. We're supposed to be praying, reading the Word, Practicing, exercising our faith. Growing as a Christian, growing closer to our God. It's what we're called to do. So many churches today, and I, I'm happy to say this is not one of them. We love this church because you're doing things that the Word says the church is supposed to do. It's not all come in this building and we'll preach the gospel to you. You're reaching out to your community. But we see so many churches that are not. You know, the Word says, go and preach the gospel. Two-thirds of God's name is go. I said two-thirds of God's name is go. You've got to kind of chew on that a little bit, but... It, it's not call them in, it's go and tell them. And God will make the opportunities. You don't have to be a great preacher of the gospel. You don't have to have the world's greatest faith. 
but you got to believe that the Word is for me. And you've got to have a desire to do God's will in your life. He doesn't call us all to the same thing. He calls us all to different things. Hallelujah. If it was all the same thing, we'd kill each other over it. God knows what He's doing. If we're If we're exercising our faith, we're feeding it, we're exercising it, and our prayers are not being answered, we need to know why. I've been there. You know, I've been there a bunch. God, how come? Why don't I pray for that person and he died? You know what? Why not pray for this and it didn't happen? Why? And the word's pretty specific about why. I mean, you know, it, it, the criteria, I guess. We can, we can hope that somebody's be healed. And we have to have hope. But hope is not faith. We like to compare it to a light bulb. Hope is a light. Faith is the switch that turns that thing on. It's the switch. If we don't flip the switch, we won't see the light. What we're hoping for will not become a reality. So if we have voiced our hope, we've spoken it, and we have tied our faith to it, we've flipped that switch, it didn't happen. We still got to know why. Maybe uh, we've got a problem with our patience. Maybe it's not God's timing yet. I've seen this in my life many times. I just know it's time. Time for my raise. <laughs> God said, I, I don't think so. Nah. No, not just yet. But you keep believing. You keep it down in here and you know it's coming. I mean, you can almost feel it. You know that you know that you know I'm going to do it. It's just not time yet. So that could be the problem. Assuming that's a problem. It's a problem to me because I want it right now. I want what I want when I want it. And when I want it is now. Could be that. Could be this, this oral cavity thing. What are we speaking? Word says from the heart, the mouth speaks. Got it? From the heart. Not the head, from the heart. 
The mouth speaks. What have we have we got that thing down in here? And what are we saying about it? We're saying, well, I hope that. Now. Or I don't know if. No, I know that I know that I know that I know. And I'm going to tell you, if you say, do you know? Yeah. Yeah, I do. How do I know? Because the Word of God says so. That's all I need to know. It's all about our faith. Knowing that we know that we know. Not doubting. Not questioning. No ifs, maybes. Buts or, or could be's. Know that we know that we know. And if the Word says so, it's so. It doesn't change. It doesn't matter what the circumstances are. doesn't matter what's going on. doesn't matter what the doctor says or the financial manager or the boss or your wife or husband. What does the Word say? That's what God says. It's God's Word. God said it. I believe it. What is it? That settles it. Huh? There's another little snag in there that we run into from time to time. That it only works by love. Faith only works by love. Remember the old 1 Corinthians chapter 13. The love chapter. But the greatest of these is love. Yeah. Nothing works without it. You know, God said, love your brother. Love one another. Love God. Love, 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 love. Love your neighbor as yourself. Love keeps coming up in the Word. And none of this faith stuff will work if we're not operating in love. And that's not always an easy thing to accomplish. It's just not. There's some people in my sphere of, of people that I'm around that are very difficult for me to love. I'd like to smack them. <laughs> I mean, it's the truth. They're just tough people for me to love. And I have looked the word over, beginning to end, and I can't find an exception for them. And I've become convinced that God made no exception for that person. <laughs> they don't talk to suit me. They don't walk to suit me. They don't look to suit me. They don't act to suit me. And God said, love them 
as much as you love yourself. Whoa! This can shut this whole thing down. We're starting a brand new year today. We have an opportunity to not look back on 2016 or anything prior to that. We can start a new deal today. And I don't know about you, but I am going to become closer to God. I'm going to pray more. I'm going to read the Word more. I'm going to meditate that Word. When I'm driving all these, some nice and some junky cars around town, I'm going to be meditating the Word of God. more this year than before. I'm going to see my faith grow more this year. You can call that a resolution if you want to. You can call it anything. But it's what I am determined to do. I've got to grow my faith because I surely want to please God. And it's just so wonderful to be able to pray for somebody and see God perform it. So I've got to keep my mouth right. I've got to speak positively over all this, all this stuff that comes at, you, at me every day. I've got to keep it down in here, make it come out my mouth. Not be timid about telling people how great my God is. Yeah, I've been guilty of that too. You know, it's going to be a great year. I'm going to be filled with joy. I'm pretty joyful right now. But you know, joy, I have joy. Whether I got happiness going on and laughter and all that or not, I got joy because I know that I know that I know. I've got a home in heaven. I've got a God that loves me unconditionally. And sitting on ready to perform those things that I ask Him for in faith lined up with His Word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thanks for listening to the podcast today. We hope you enjoyed it and that it inspires you to live out God's Word. For more information, visit us at www.mypassion.church.